And we are ready. We are live. We are six apart this morning. But you know what? Life is life. And it is Wednesday morning. And you know what that means? It is Wealth Wellness Wednesday with two sisters. And good morning, everyone. Back in Connecticut. And actually, when I landed yesterday, the pilot did say that it was warmer in Connecticut than it was in Florida at that particular time. And that is true. That is true because this morning I got goosebumps. It is 41 degrees and I thought, you're flying up north. This sister is back in the you know sunshine state, which is sunshine, so I'm not going to complain. But what I love about this morning is because it's brisk, this naughty boss is going to be decorating. So that kind of goes with the theme, I think. Well, absolutely, tis the season. Um, we have decided that we are not going to put up this humongous Christmas tree that we normally do. Um, perhaps we may do a few decorations, but not normally like we do. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to be honest. Um, I don't think that I'm that into it this year, which is okay. You know, I'm okay with that, but, you know, and there goes the bird, and I'm sure the dogs are going to be barking. Yep, there they go, right on cue. Uh, so I am probably going to mute myself temporarily. However, you know, Wellness Wealth Wednesday, um, you know, getting back in the groove of things, you know. Um, uh, I can't go back to the studio because I was in Florida, and, and I'm okay with that because I'm able to do um, kickboxing at home. So I did my hour and then, you know, got situated for the day and did my 20 minutes of rowing. And I just, you know, I never thought, never say never, right? I never thought that I would have such an appreciation for working out. Like, I just, I just love how it makes me feel. So how does it make you feel? I know that you, yesterday you played two hours a pickleball and were you in a pickle were you in the kitchen <laughs> so for those who are uh not quite sure what that means the actual game of pickleball we do have in the court there's an area that's called the kitchen and that's where you dig kind of going back and forth and i was so excited that i could introduce john and i could introduce pickleball to to you and gary because one thing that i love about the things that we love to do is share them, you know, share them with people because obviously it's a different game. Uh, I think you did awesome. You were picking, pick, picking up the groove as, as we got on. Uh, Gary's a little bit, I would say more, a little bit more on the natural because, you know, obviously he probably played ping pong. I mean, what guy doesn't play ping pong? A lot of guys do. And, um, you know, I, I look at uh, health and wellness and frequently what comes up is like what you know what you just experienced you go away you're on vacation you're out of your norm and how do you fit in your healthy lifestyle even on the road and that the same principle came to me this morning now i believe in all kinds of movement not just uh structured with a class so when i talk about movement uh, that could mean making sure that when you're cleaning out a closet that you're, you're getting in some, some, you know, crunches, even doing a crunch from, from, from going from standing up down, uh, doing your squatting and doing it properly. Because if you can't get into the gym, 
and you can't just say, hey, I've got to turn the world off and, and actually schedule myself for that one hour. How am I going to utilize activity and movement to my advantage to make sure that I'm getting in some sort of workout? And obviously you, you were doing it remotely. And actually, when even when Fran came to visit, he would do it remotely as well. And I think it's important, and I think the missing link for a lot of people in frequently the excuses is, I don't have the time. You know, I don't have the time. I'm super busy. You know, I'm getting ready for the holidays. Yes, it's kind of like, you know, we're just coming out of the Thanksgiving holiday. And it is different. It is a little weirder because of the circumstances that we're in. However, if you find yourself repeatedly say, oh, I don't have the time, and then you start complaining about that closet that you want to clean out, that exercise groove that you want to get in, that weight that you want to get off, that mindset you want to change, here's the deal. Schedule yourself. How many of you actually schedule yourself? Instead of procrastinating, and I don't mean just even in the health and wellness, even with your life, schedule yourself. You schedule your appointments to get your nails done, right? You schedule to get your hair done. You schedule to go to the dentist, the doctor's office, the eyeglass uh, optometrist. You schedule yourselves for, you know, some of us schedule ourselves for our health and well, wellness. But the point being is schedule your life. So if you find that you are in a relationship where you both are going in different directions, schedule a date. That's great for the mindset. If you're finding that I can't get in, like Janice always talks about every morning she's doing her kickboxing, blah, blah, blah. Maybe the morning isn't the right time for you. So instead of trying to push yourself to fit into that box, find an hour or 30 minutes. Everybody's got 30 minutes when you really think about it, that you can say every day or three times a week, this particular hour, I'm scheduling me to go for a walk, to do floor exercises, do, whoops, do a remote class, but schedule yourself. So that way you can't use the excuse that you don't have time. People have more time than they think. It's just how you're using your time. And if we find that we are better with scheduling, whether it's, you know, your phone, whether it's your, I love my new planner book, whether it's your, you know, planner, schedule yourself. That's what well, you know, wellness and wealth comes from scheduling. That's what keeps you organized in your life. Don't you think, Jen? I know you got to unmute. I was hitting the wrong box and I'm like, what is going on? I had some glare going on there. But yes, you're absolutely right. And the bottom line with that is if it is that important to you, you will find a way to get it done. Now, many people obviously don't want to get up early. I totally get that because uh, <clears throat> I was the same way. For me, it's I have to do it in the morning. Otherwise, I, I mean, I can't kid myself. It's not going to get done. It's just, it's just not going to happen. I have a, a lot of clients that prefer to do it midday. Um, they do it on their lunch hour because a lot of people are working from home or they do it later at night, whatever works for your schedule. And I'll give everyone um, a really valuable tip. One um, work kind of um, habit that I, well, I should say a time habit that I have some of my clients do is <clears throat> from the moment that they wake up, write down everything that they do. 
So, okay. And of course, the one, the one thing, the one excuse that I get that we just already talked about that you talked about was, I don't have enough time. Write everything down that you do. I don't care how insignificant you think that it may be. Um, let's say you wake up at 4 a.m. Woke up at 4 a.m. Uh, four to five was screwing around on social media. Did this, did that, went on social media, like everything that you do throughout the day. And you'd be surprised when they bring that in to me and we go over it together <laughs> and we look at it and I'm like, wait a minute, you said that you didn't have enough time. Did you see, now I have one client that had um, over two hours of social media in a day. Let's break that up a little bit. That's great if you're, you know, networking or working, but if you're just scrolling, that's like sitting on the couch and watching two hours of drama. Well, exactly. And, you know, I can be accused of doing that myself, but I learned to draw that back. So if the first thing that you love to do when you wake up is like sit for an hour and scroll through social media, let's turn that around a little bit. How about you only do five minutes? So going from an hour to five minutes, that's kind of drastic. That's like saying, um, okay, I'm gonna have my two um, all beef patties and you know from McDonald's and a supersized fry and a diet Coke so I don't feel so bad kind of thing, going from that to say a junior cheeseburger. So it's about kind of compacting it. So, and if like 10 minutes is like, no, 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 I gotta look at this, I gotta look at that. 15, that's it, 15 minutes. You set that time. Everybody's got a timer on their cell phone, their iPad, if you have Google Nest. Uh, Alexa. If you're at home, your oven has a timer, your microwave. Microwave, all that stuff has timers. So set it and okay, I'm gonna take 15 minutes and wake up, maybe have my cup of coffee and scroll through social media. And then boom, you have it. And the thing with working out too, especially if you're doing it early in the morning, I have to prep my clothes the night before. Right, it's all preparation, it's all organization to set you up for success. The bottom line is that, are you setting yourself up for success? Now, for instance, today I am uh, focusing getting this house decorated. Uh, the chill is in the air, so that's what I'm gonna do. But guess what? I'm gonna be using a ladder and I'm gonna be intentional with the ladder because it's a, it's a larger tree, not width-wise, but height-wise. And, you know, I'm gonna get some movement going up and down the ladder. I obviously, I, I also strategically placed all my ornament boxes on the counter with a space in between. So as I'm kind of looking through them, I can get in some push-ups. So I can do my push-ups on the counter as I'm kind of like, okay, what's in that box? So I'm kind of multitasking. What do I want to put up next? I get, you know, five, 10 reps in for every time that I look in the box. That is not only getting my health and wellness on, but I'm multitasking. So you can do it. It's a matter of stop, 
verbalizing and actually verbalize what you're going to do. Declare it. Okay, declare it. Schedule yourself. Look at your schedule every day and say, oh, what do I, what do I have today? Where do I have 30 minutes that I can give 30 minutes to me? Now, some people, obviously during this time frame, there's a lot of parents that are also dealing with homeschooling. So their lives have really been disrupted with, it's not necessarily that they even get 30 minutes at one given time because they're kind of supervising. They are now not only the parent, they're the teacher, they're the lunch lady, they're, they're the custodian. They're all these things now that weren't really part of their you know, repertoire besides being a parent. So how are you going to do that? Well, guess what? If your child has, if they're that school age where they have recess, Go outside with them or make an area where you can even bounce the ball or, hey, let's see how many squats we do bounce the ball. You can incorporate their recess as activity because not only are you going to be helping your health and wellness, guess what? You're also helping your kids' health and wellness because health and wellness really should be implemented and taught at a very young age because it develops good life skills good health skill, skills that are going to carry you on to when you get to that point where you really start to think about longevity. Right, Jan? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, you really don't need a lot of space to, to really get some type of movement in. Um, a lot of times, and, and I know it probably looks silly if you're watching me, if I'm cooking, and I'm not the greatest cook, so I'm just going to put that out there. I do okay. But if I'm cooking, um, usually, you know, bringing my knees up or, you know, doing some leg lifts um, and I just kick the thing over. That's all right. But something and it must look pretty funny. But hey, that works for me. So don't limit yourself to I don't have any time. I don't have any space. You don't need a lot of time. You don't need a lot of space. And the one thing I would recommend are if you're just starting out with some type of um, <laughs> movement and you want to get some upper body movement in, if you want to buy some type of fitness equipment, I would recommend getting the bands with the handles. I also like the ones where they're Velcroed. So you have no excuse, people. You can actually Velcro weights to your ankles and your hands. So guess what? Every movement now is going to be amplified because you've got some weight on it. And like you said, even with cooking, you can be marching in place. How many you have a how many, how many you have the stepper, the step counter? A lot of people use it on their phone now. But there's no reason, like you said, when you're standing there washing dishes, you can be marching in place. Like right now, I'm marching my knees, right, sitting down. I could be, and I don't have them with me, but I have my weights with me doing that. So you, there are creative ways for you to multitask but if you're not scheduling yourself and say you can't say i absolutely do not have 30 minutes don't complain about it we're giving you some great tips on that is not scheduling yourself but it's actually scheduling movement doing your normal tasks yes absolutely and there goes the bird again and the dog well, you know, that happens. That happens. That, that happens. And it's all awesome. well, good. You traveled yesterday, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, obviously, with, you know, I don't even like to use the word pandemic anymore because we're not, I mean, we're not in a pandemic. They're calling it an outbreak, although some people are calling it a pandemic. 
but you traveled. I'm about to travel. Uh, it'll be my, I believe it's my 18th flight since February. So I've consistently flown two to sometimes four times a month during this entire thing. Everything went very well. It took us about 20 minutes to get through security in Orlando. And it was a great fly. We flew JetBlue. Um, I really like that airline. They really, really have everything down packed. Everything is so clean. They give you a little packet <laughs> when you first board, you know, so you can wipe stuff down if you feel that you want to do that. A little hand sanitizer. Um, I made sure I got some snacks once we got in that area because, you know, my husband likes to eat so at least i had something i couldn't get a sandwich but that's okay you know everything worked out very well everybody was um very um cognizant everybody was obviously wearing their masks taking all the necessary precautions um the social distancing with getting off the airplane um so yeah i you know we'll we'll definitely fly them again i've flown with them um, a few times not as much as you but a few times Looking forward to the next time. And uh, yeah, so everything worked out well, got home. The doggies obviously were very excited to see us. The laundry. Oh, I know, so, you know, although you, you, you could have too much. You were doing laundry while you were here. Um, yeah, we, uh, after Johnny got home, I was busy, like I said, got the house all ready for the next, you know, roommates, whoever decides to come. And I'm sure we're getting some shortly. So I did all of that. And we went, we played pickleball for a couple of hours. And then, you know, I've been obviously trying to, I don't really watch the news per se, but I will spend time, or at least I'll have it on when I'm still working. And yesterday, of course, there was more hearings regarding the election. So I was listening to those. But what I thought was interesting was, the whistleblowers that came forward and one in particular <clears throat> uh, that actually, uh, I want to say that it was, was it in Virginia? Uh, no, it might've been, maybe the hearing was in Virginia, but it had to do with Pennsylvania. I can't remember the, the state off the top of my head. I believe it was Pennsylvania though, but this truck driver, his name was Jesse, um, kind of, I would say had a, has had a rough life, uh, very open, very credible and he was explaining he's a he's a truck driver for like a third party for united states post office so he always i guess is assigned this particular run or this particular truck and he went to new york which he thought was odd he went to new york first to pick up all these and there's a certain name for them but they're big big boxes and he was excited because he learned that he was actually transporting ballots. And he thought, well, this is, you know, exciting. I'm part of the election. I'm, you know, helping democracy. And then he said it started to get a little weird. And he actually, you know, talked about how he went from New York to Pennsylvania, and then they made him wait for six hours. The, the whole protocol of what he would normally do did not occur. And he goes into great lengths. So I'm not going to get into actually what he talked about per se. That's just kind of a generalization. He was one of three witnesses that I heard yesterday. And these witnesses 
are just so incredible that regardless, you know, America first, meaning American citizens first, and it really just amplified the doubt that many Americans are having regarding how things transpired. So I would encourage you, I do believe the only network that is actually putting the hearings on for these different, there's different states that are doing them, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Arizona. And I thought two things that really struck me is only one network is actually showing them, which I believe it's American One News. From, from like live hours, like it's, it's ongoing. The other thing that struck me was in Arizona, while the uh, campaign team of uh, President Trump was presenting their evidence and witnesses, that was the same day that the Republican governor certified knowing that this hearing's going on. So I thought that to be very odd because for me, obviously I'm not, we're not politicians, but I would want to know before I make a decision on something or go forward with something that I have all the facts or at least have all the information. Maybe the information will not prove anything one way or another, but at least I would want to know. So I thought that was odd. Then the other thing that I thought was odd in the political arena yesterday was uh, Attorney General Barr's statement that he felt that there was not credible enough credible or overwhelming evidence to overturn the election. And I thought to myself, the last, because we watched some of it when you were here on Monday, it was a rainy day and we were kind of busy working and, and you know the guys were watching that particular channel. And I thought to myself, again, you, you know, a politician, in, in this case, I wouldn't say he's a politician, but attorney general comes out and makes that claim or that statement and yet you have three states that are, have ongoing credible witnesses. And I thought, are you watching this? Thinking to myself, is, is Attorney Barr watching this or does he have a team that's even watching this? And why, why is it not important enough for our Attorney General to have, maybe not himself obviously, but have someone in place at these hearings to hear? And I thought that to be more of the same bullshit you know more like in your face american screw you and i thought to myself when when is it going to be just for americans we, we, even if you're a democrat or you're an independent don't you want a fair election don't you want to know like even if there's a chance and i thought to myself this country has been through hell ever since president trump was elected you know, what we, not not just what he, him and his administration endured, but what Americans endured. The ones that voted him in, that, you know, the, the impeachment, you know, the this, uh, you know, this, this hearing, that hearing, always going after him because they really thought that they had, and everything that they threw at us, because what they throw at him, they're throwing at us as Americans for four years. And yet we are in a really condensed time frame and people in powerful places can't allow, or again, it may prove nothing or it may prove something, but isn't it worthy to Americans to know that we got people in place that have our back to make sure that our elections are fair and balanced and without fraud? Or, you know, 
bending rules. I mean, some of the some of the witnesses, and there was one one in particular from Michigan, because Michigan was on yesterday as well, and she uh, is a career from the state level, and she actually went kind of toe to toe with one of the uh, gentlemen that was on the panel who was a Democrat representative. And he said, well, don't you think we need reform and change? And she said, the issue is not that, the issue is training people correctly when they're at these polls and to ensure that poll watchers have safety. And she described that the pizza boxes going up on the windows and people felt threatened and they're only doing their volunteer job that they volunteered for, and yet they're being harassed. The, the whole gamut of things was really dis disturbing. And I and the other piece to it, the last point I'm gonna make with that is so many are just getting on with their day and just don't give a shit. They don't care about our constitution. Well, you know, maybe there was some fraud, but oh well, he, he, you know, this president's gonna, uh, Biden's gonna get in. And it's not a question of Biden getting in or Trump leaving. From my perspective, I want to know about the election. I want to know that it was fair, that there was no fraud in it. Now, can you prevent 100% fraud? You'd like to think you can. But I find that people just don't give a shit. And that saddens me, especially on this day where you received, and I want you to show our audience, because we're going to end it. Of course, we love to end things on a positive note. Uh, this amazing gift that we received as a family that Janice uh, received in the mail and it's shared with all of us. I'm super excited um, because, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, our father loved serving his country. He loved President Trump. He loved politics. He loved, you know, what our country stood for, for kindness, for goodness. So patriotic. So why don't you share with our audience and for our, our viewers, you're gonna see it, but our listeners will just tell you what it is. Right, so <clears throat> it's been a little over two months, almost uh, three months toward mid-December um, that we lost our dad. Um, as Carol Sue said, our dad served this nation. He loved the United States of America with all of his heart and soul. Um, and I opened this um, this morning and it really had me teary-eyed. And, uh, you know, although I know that many of these go out and it breaks my heart that there's so many of these that go out, <clears throat> it, it really just, like our daddy would be so proud to know that we received this. And it's a proclamation and it is signed by President Donald Trump. The United States, and I'll show it to you in just a second. I'll read it first. The United States of America honors the memory of Victor F. Casella. This certificate is awarded by a grateful nation in recognition of devoted and selfless consecration to the service of our country in the armed forces of the United States. And it's signed by President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. And here it is for our uh, viewing um, table. Um, 
It's amazing. I mean, it, it is something that I, I think in, in this situation, it will always be an honor, but because dad really, really, really loved President Trump and recognized immediately that regardless of the flaws, and a lot of people don't like him because they don't like his personality. Daddy saw beyond his personality and said, this man loves our country. You, you can see it. And, you know, our dad talked about the trilateral, trilateral commission. Geez, back to the, I don't even know, I, I think it was late teens or whatever. I remember my first introduction to kind of learning all of that stuff. So my dad was always, our dad was one that always recognized that the problem with our democracy, uh, as far as the political aspect of it, was there's good there's good apples in both sides. There is, there is, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm not necessarily talking about in the independent party. I'm gonna talk more about Democrat and uh, Republican because that's pretty much what our what our country kind of talks about. That there's, and, and you can say that with independence as well. There's good apples in anything, but there's good there's good and bad apples in a law firm. There's good and bad apples in the medical industry. There's good and bad apples in politics, obviously. We know that. Uh, police force. You know, anything that's of service and or human beings, we have great human beings and we have not so good human beings. And that's because we're flawed. We're not perfect. We are a human race of flawed individuals that carry over and spill over into either our personal lives, our careers, some are guided by greed, which, you know, it, it, dad would talk about that. The greed sometimes, you know, is kind of the devil's work, always pulling that person. But he also was very informative to say, if any one person does not think that there's bad apples and good apples on either side, you're not doing due justice. And he really felt that President Trump knew that. Uh, he has, you know, President Trump has great respect for either party individuals that he really feels loves the country but there's layers upon layers upon layers and and i think our dad would be extremely extremely honored and blessed that while he would have been tickle pink to you know vote um and you know just the cards were were not in that that he received this honor from from not only the president but the president of the united states being donald j trump i think that in itself because he felt this connection to him he could see through donald trump's flaws absolutely and on that note we're just going to wrap it up for you and one final thing i would like to say we can all hear we can all hear, but let's listen, let's be kind, let's be gentle and care for one another. This is Janice, AKA Wellness Steva from North Haven, Connecticut. I gotta run and put on a sweater, I'm getting a little chilly here. I am here along with two sisters, and this is Carol Sue, AKA Nani Boss, live from Vero Beach. The sun is shining, the wind is blowing, and it is a tad chilly. I am not, however, putting the heat on. I'm just gonna put a little light sweatshirt on because I've scheduled myself for decorating and movement going up and down a ladder. What are you gonna schedule yourself with today?
Schedule yourself with something good, something that you're going to do for you that is going to promote longevity, health, wellness, and kindness always. You guys have a great Wealth Wednesday. And don't forget, tomorrow is Thursday. What's happening on Trend Day Thursday? You never know because we got to see what's trending. Changes so quickly, don't you think? You guys have a great day. Bye, everyone.